Blog Talk Radio. October 17, 2015, the 10-17-15 edition of the Sports Officials, 805-856-2856, telephone number, www.thesportsofficials.com, at Blow Your Whistle on Twitter. Got a lot to talk about today, man. It was a hard week, as didn't even tweet it out last week. It's a hard day in college football for a lot of coaches named Steve. So we'll get to talk about that. We got another NFL star is lost for the season. We'll talk about that. We are down to the ALCS and the NLCS. We got discussion on that. Who you got? Who do you have in that? We got the Did I Do That segment. We got the Bang Bang segment. Much, much more in this week's edition of the Sports Officials. And as usual, Nindy Neal. Good morning, my brother. How you doing this morning? That will help. (laughs) I keep forgetting about that. What to do, what's the deal, man? It's that damn Wesley Neal, man. Good morning, everybody. Not to talk about it today, man. Yeah, it's... Ah, so we're just going to be a rough one today. <laughs> you had a... Uh, you had a drive last night, didn't you? No. Well, you had a skills... Yeah, skills coming from my baby girl, man. You know, watched uh, a couple of the kids, man, from my daughter's team, and I uh, doing some scouting. And uh, trying to get her to ease back yesterday, man, but... uh you didn't do it. Man, you didn't show out. How about yesterday was the day? <laughs> You in trouble. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yesterday was those, he turned the corner. <laughs> I couldn't believe, I, 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 I didn't know who kid that was out there yesterday, man. For real, I was like, man. <laughs> you know, because, I mean, you know, my, my baby girl, you know, she's not uh, real into basketball like that. I mean, she, you know, she was a car real in gymnastics. You know, she got a real passion for that. You know what I mean? So, so when basketball comes, you know, it, you know, it's just a thing she likes to do. But, you know, I make, I push her hard. But uh, yesterday... Oh man, oh man, she she got a rebound. I'm gonna tell the story real quick yesterday. Wait, 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 wait. What are you doing? Begin to let. Good morning, sir. How are you doing? I'm here to Go ahead, Neil. We're ready for this now. Man, she had a rebound uh, on the defensive end. You know, she the first thing she do, you know, like 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 she was talking, you know, look for a guard. She didn't see one, so she was like, you know what? I take it, man. <laughs> It happened, man. It happened. I mean, she went coast to coast, man, right? One little girl got in front of me, in and out of with one hand, man. Left the little girl standing there, man. Kept going, you know what I mean? I was like, oh! I, I mean, I, you know, I, it was kind of you know, right. shocking mode. Then, then she course. got, so, so, you know, this was like, this was like on the other half of the half court. 
She's still dribbling, still dribbling. You know, at, at, at that time, you know, her confidence was building, right? So she didn't want to pass it. But she, she was going for it. She was going for it. So two girls, you know, jumped in front of her right around the free throw line when she was about to take her two steps. Man, <laughs> the next thing that happened, I couldn't believe it, man. I, like, I just this the part where I couldn't believe that was my kid. Man, she put it on the ground one time, did a spin move, whipped her leg with the ball, turned with it, switched hands. I didn't teach her that. All right? Because, <laughs> right, you know, you spin with the ball and you keep right. it. It's the travel. You know what I mean? Right. Man, she switched her hands, man, took one more dribble, man, laid the scoop layer, man, two points. I was like, whoa, what was that? And with the first pick. She's going to be a high pick for that one. Oh, man, look at this. Uh, uh, I was proud. I was proud. Yeah. Oh, that, that was a daddy moment right there. For oh, sure. man. That uh, was a, a turn-in-the-corner moment right there. Looking at your pops while you tell the story, that's a granddaddy moment, too. And I'm smiling because we coasted when she was six, seven years old and didn't want to play out there. Be out there. And I'm sitting there listening to her like, I can picture it like she did this. She did it. Okay, and you know it's funny when he said it because I remember the first time Neil did something that I didn't teach him. Uh, we, we were trying to put him in the post, and he was always playing with his back to the basketball. On this one particular time, Neil got the ball and he turned, faced the guy, <laughs> took one dribble to the baseline, and went up on him. I'm like, I didn't teach him that. <laughs> Right. And, and, and for all those out there in Radio Land, we had a discussion yesterday, Neil and I did, uh, about about the, uh, the the skills, the, the skills camp. Um, it's it's a pre camp, you know, for all those that's not used to do uh, do sports. It's a pre camp for all the coaches to look at all the kids that signed up. And as a coach, when you coaching your own kid, you know, it's it's just natural that you know they give you your own kid. But what happens is when you go to a draft process. You know, you have to evaluate your own child as to what round your child gets drafted in. And you all have to agree as coaches. And for the most part, a lot of coaches, if your child is halfway decent, they'll go in and be like, first round, second round. You know, so they can get first and second round picks. So I told Neil yesterday, I was like, look, you know, had that talk with her on the way down. Told her to sandbag a little bit, miss a couple layups. You know, just throw it over the rim and, you know, just play around and whatnot. And obviously – she went the total other way, like, this is my turn. Yeah, she jumped out the porch. She jumped out the porch, man. <laughs> she must have looked out there at the competition and said, you know what? Y'all about to get it today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I can do this. I can do this. I want the ball now. That's all right, man. So what you see out there, man? You know, we got a, we got a couple minutes. I just, you know, you know, I'm real fascinated with youth sports. So what you see out there is it? Uh, it's a couple uh, decent kids out there, man. It was one uh, young lady, man. She was pretty good, man. But um, it's this one kid who, you know, it's two sessions, and the next session is uh, next week. Yeah. Uh, she was on my daughter's team uh, two years ago. Okay. And uh, she moved up, but my daughter was still in the league last year. Right. And uh. When she was on my daughter's team, her senior year, you know, at right, that, down in right. the uh, uh, fifth, sixth grade girls, we averaged like 27, 28 points a game. How much she average? 25. <laughs> and I know, I know, I know her name, so she wasn't there, right? I don't think right. the other coaches seen her, but I, I know. Right, right. 
That's that, that's what I'm going for. <laughs> I gotta have her, Claire, man, Claire Walker, man. You know Shout out to Claire. I remember that name because you used to tell me about yeah. that girl. I remember just when you just said her name, Claire. Amazing. Yeah, you just told me about that. She a guard, right? Yeah, guard. I'm talking about online with the three ball, man. Trip ball better than mine. So, so, so her. She out shoot me. So her and and your baby girl together is gonna be a deadly combo. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We're taking it to the top. We're taking the title though. <laughs> if I can get her though, you know, it, it's gonna be hard to get her. It's gonna be hard because just what you explained about her coming out party yesterday. You know they're gonna try to say that you know she's a first round pick. If you can if you can downgrade it to a second round, you'll be you'll be doing real good for yourself. You know if you can downgrade a second round, but uh, I don't know, man. Yeah, that's gonna be because hard. she got the height, she got she got the the, the heart. You know, so I don't know, man. You know, and you know when it's that when it's that year, when it's that time, I think this is her year. This this may be it right yeah, here. This yeah, may this, be this, this might be the turning point right here. Hopefully, I'm, I'm hoping. You, you know, know, the light bulb was always in there. You know, and she'll turn on the switch every now and then. But this may be the year when she turning on and this stay on. And it's like, you know what? Give me the ball. <laughs> 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 give me the ball. Speaking of give me the ball, Johnny football. You know, I can't let this go without us talking about this this morning, sir. My question is, and as everybody in the sports world know now or by now, that Johnny freaking football got pulled over. Uh, was it yesterday that he got pulled over? The day before? Yeah, uh, I, think, I think it was yesterday. Was it, yeah, it was yesterday. Well, he got he got pulled over for erratic driving or whatnot. The lady said that she he passed her on the shoulder, you know, at a high rate of speed or whatnot, and um, the officer that pulled him over. Uh, seeing that he was drinking and his passenger was drinking. And the passenger, who happens to be his fiance, said that they got into an argument and, you know, he mushed her into the to the window or whatnot, and, and then the officer let him go. So here's my thing. If he was drinking and she was drinking, how did he let him go? Without a ticket, without being arrested, without nothing. Breathalyzer. <laughs> nothing. Yeah, I thought the, the same thing. The officer said that he showed no signs of being intoxicated or impaired. Right. But uh, if they had, a, you know, they had at least got an open container, uh, <laughs> ticket. If they actually had anything in the car, I'm trying to figure it out. I mean, just what is it? I mean, I'm glad he didn't get in trouble, but uh, it does seem kind of suspicious that uh, you know that it was just one of those things. Uh, I mean, I don't look at it as a big deal. I mean, he's his fiance. Uh, we all had disputes with our uh, significant other. I mean, you ain't alive, man. If you haven't had, had a dispute right. with your wife, right? Um, so, I mean, I just, I don't, I mean, I don't see it as a big deal. But the alcohol part, man, may be a problem because they said she was intoxicated. That she, they showed well, that's about her anyway. Mm-hmm. That, that she was a little tipsy. Mm. And uh, and that's that's his fiance, and she tipsy, and she drinking all the time. Man, that might be a bad influence on him. Mm-hmm. So, at first, I didn't know he was engaged. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I knew he had a long time girlfriend, though he was serious with. But uh, the engagement part was is kind of troubling because, I mean, any girlfriend you can let go who's a bad seed or bad influence on him. But if you engaged, I mean, you got a you got a deep relationship. It's serious. You're married. Then you your life. So she gonna be with you, man. If she got a problem, you got one. And they got a problem together. You know, it seems it seems like that he can't let the bottle go. You know, and I'm not I'm not passing judgment or nothing like that. But it, it just seems like if if 
if the officer going to say that he was drinking or he appeared to be drinking, you know, we don't even know what he went to rehab for. We just know he went to rehab. So nobody said he went to rehab for drugs, alcohol, whatever. We just know he went to rehab. So if he went to rehab for alcohol and then he come back out and he's a second stringer, you know, he's dealing with, you know, the Browns quarterback situation, which has been, you know, a dumpster fire since 1999, that may drive you to drinking. You know, it, it may drive you to drinking. But if he got a problem, though, and he's drinking and she's drinking, like you just said, if both of them are drinkers or whatnot, I don't, I don't see him shaking this, man. That may be his ticket out the NFL. I don't know. Well, I'm sure the dad has a job waiting for him down there in Texas, so I don't think he's sweating it too much. The only thing that um, he's concerned about is, I guess, his legacy or how think, how people think about him, how people regard him mm-hmm. as an athlete and, and what he's done and what he hasn't done is more important on this level. Um uh, only time will tell right now. And, you know, it, it might be that he, if he leaves Cleveland, somebody will give him a shot mm-hmm. to be a backup somewhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, the league is full of, of almost devoid of really, you know, half a decent backup quarterback. Yep. So he could get a shot somewhere else. But um, at this point, would he really want to? That would be the question. And I think the problem is just what you stated. You know, Pop's got a job for him whenever he's, you know, ready to go. And I think that's just, you know, we've talked about that a million times on this show that he don't have what he don't have to worry about what the other guys got to worry about. You know, he was a, a millionaire walking in already. So he don't have to work hard for his money. He already got money. You know, he's he Johnny Money. You know, you call him that all the time. He's Johnny Money for a reason. Yeah. You know, and, and um, we had a discussion yesterday in a barbershop about him, um, about Josh McCown, who has threw for 300 yards for, like, the last three games, 457 last week, you know, why couldn't Johnny Manziel do that? You know, why they couldn't have Johnny Manziel in there doing this same thing? You know, and it's like a discussion I had was he wasn't asked to do this nowhere, no time in his career before he got to the NFL. It was just go out there and ball. You know, just go out there and throw it to who's open. You know, do what Johnny does best, play football. You know, he wasn't in no huddle. You know, he didn't have to – read the complicated schemes and the defenses that uh that's thrown at him in the, in the NFL. You know, he didn't have to take command of a huddle. Hell he didn't have to he didn't have to huddle a lot of times in college. I mean to his credit, he, he was improving. I mean before he lost his job back again. The first game when he came in, you know, it was very shaky, a lot of turnovers. Yep. The the week after that we the one the game where he got the win, man, I mean, he was pretty decent, man. I mean he wasn't yep. great. Right. But made made a couple he plays, made a couple throws. Right. Um and, and, you know, Benjamin is really and, missing and, Yeah, yeah. And, you know, we moved the ball. You know, so uh, to his credit, man, he got. A, I mean, he's improving, man. Tristan Thompson improved. <laughs> oh my God! Please don't bring that name up. And they took that deal off the table too. That five year, eighty million dollar deal. Cavs took that off the table. Eight zero five eight five six two eight five six. The telephone number www.sportsofficials.com. When we come back on the other side of break, we'll get into some college football talk. It is a big Saturday, man. It's a lot going down in week seven. So stay on the field with your boys. It's the sports official, the sportsofficials.com. During a play, I like my kids. I 
I think I recall when I got my first tooth. I was a teething little old teeth. I made believe I made you something like a little person on the line. Started fucking with moonshine. All kind of wise. Stood in front of the little house smoking up the kid night. From old timers. Buy me a drink, man. I know it's against the law. I'm an age. a good sport. What you need, my little kind rider? Pack a Kool-Aid and some white talk. What else? A tank of bees and a short neck of night train. What you gon' give me? A crumb of the food and that I wanted a nice game. Appreciate it, play. I'm about to dismiss. I'm about to go hook up with my side hand out. This shit's really some shit. Blunt skin, folks. Good folks, you know. Shit's 12 feet. Slogan. Me and my food be out there. Bad turd. You turn back on your face and start it all over. Let's turn over and drink a game. Let's get high. Loaded. Waking up from a hangover, feel hot like I swallowed down to yellow. Don't ever want to be sober, like being tuition. Wake, Wake up, up in the same position, open up the safe, pump the stash. Looking mighty guilty, plenty of cash. Grab my phone from about the charger and made a dash. Call up the folks today, the day before my niggas' birthday. 12 o'clock, son, we gon' get beat by who? By them hog mouth niggas and they click. We deep, no remorse, no feelings, retardos, no sorrow. Give it to you, motherfucking inside. Turn how much you call us around us. Back to back, struck and slack, and that's your job. That's your job, nigga. To make your lips just tick block it, nigga. Blow up. So up and drink again. Let's get high, loaded, and smoke again. Let's purr, go up, and drink again. Let's get high, loaded, and smoke again. Room spinning, dead. Got the garbage can next to the bed. Tell us drinking off that old crazy-ass commercial on BET, Jackie Stallone. What made it so bad as I don't even know how I got home. Nigga, that feeling me don't fuck the surgeon general. What they need to do is legalize that indoor. Victor, Baron, Purple, Pushed Out. Smile with me, I'm trying to tell you and I get your perk in. Ride to me, I'll teach you some of this game that I be twerking. Kill this motherfucker over, man. You probably gotta go piss again. Don't even sweat it, though. Just be on the lookout for thoughts on it. What you be calling the pro-pro? Sit down, no. Penelope, pull up out of this bitch, man. I got warms. Let's go get some hand, man. Let's get a and drink again. Let's get high, loaded, and smoke again. Let's burn, go up, and drink again. Let's get high, loaded, and smoke again.
805-856-2856. Telephone number www.thesportsofficials.com. That is the website that you can catch us at. Today is the October 17, 2015 edition of the Sports Officials. And um, we were just talking on the break about the uh, OBT Hip Hop Awards. And uh, not sure if anybody have watched that because a lot of people have tuned hip hop out, you know, as it is right now. Because right now it's just, uh, actually it's just rap pretty much right now. I think right now we have pretty much gone into the category of just rap music, you know, if if you will. But, you know, I have an 11-year-old and a 13-year-old, and my God, they were just, meter was on 10,000, you know, during that show, jumping around, singing the songs and everything. But they got this one song. Just threw me for a loop. And it's called Do the Quan. Have you ever heard that song, Neil? Hit the Quan. Hit the Quan. So you know better than me. So this guy comes out and sings this song. He has on some black, almost like the old school, uh, what are they, Rawlings? Coach's shorts? You know, the real. <laughs> Not the booties. So, something similar to that. With a referee shirt on, some white socks. And some black penny loafers. Right. So he's just doing this dance and hit the corn, right? Hit the corn. So I'm watching him, right? I'm like, man, this dude just looks gay as I don't know what. You know, he jumps down, out, he jumps in the crowd and jumps in front of Soldier Boy and they dancing together, doing the hit the corn together in front of each other like they're, you know, a boy and a girl. You know, so I'm watching just like, this is crazy. You know, so like two artists after him. You know, it kind of I kind of thought about it a little bit, but Rich Homie Kwan comes on. You know, so he comes on. You know, he and, he, and this guy reminds me of Three Thousand so much, which is his demeanor. But he comes on with his. You know, he got a three piece suit on, and he come out in the old Chevy. You know that. You know the eighteen aliens drive, and actually the dude look good. I mean, he, he he put on a good show. Of course, he had like about five uh, girls from Magic City that looked like they came out with him and whatnot. And you know, he put on a good show. But then he does his dance. So I looked at it, and I asked my kids, I said, is that his dance? And they go, yeah, that's the that's the Quan. I said, so the other dude, is he with him? And he was like, no. His name was I Love Memphis or something like that. I asked the same question so, to my daughter, to my, to my 12-year-old. So, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I, was, I was like, hold up. <laughs> Well, what part of the game is this, man? There you go, Neil. <laughs> what part of the game is this? This dude has made a song about that dude, and they're not even in the same camp together. I'm still in my Oh, my God. It was crazy, man. Oh, oh my God, yeah. Oh, it was wild. It was wild. I lost it. Right through there, I was like, okay, you know what? I'm done. I'm <laughs> I, was, I was done after the first intro part, oh, but. Man. Man, you know, you can call it. It's, so not hip hop. You can call it's it rap. rap. I wouldn't call it music. Either. It's rap. You know, it's rap. That's what it is now. It's, it's, I, it's rap. And I know that there's some of the artists. I, know, I think Snoop was there. Yeah, Snoop was the host. Uh, so yeah, he was the host. Uh, there. I mean, you know, at some point you still have to kind of you know show your face. Yeah, yeah. He was he was the host. And he did a good job. I'm not gonna lie about it. You know, and you know he got kids. Mm-hmm. You know, so even before this act came on. You know, and I'm going to call that. It was an act. Before this act came on, it was like, you know, you got to keep up with your kids. And that was the thing he said. I guess he was getting us parents ready for what we was about to see. Right. You know, because they had a whole bunch of kids out there, you know, just doing this dance and whatnot. And, you know, I was looking at the guy, you know, I was like, man, why is he even dressed like that? 
You know, and it didn't click, you know, until I seen Rich Homie Quan do the dance. I was like, wait a minute, is that his dance? Is that his dance? And this guy made a song about him to do his dance? And that ain't even together? It's like, man. <laughs> man, I mean, that, like, like that, like it's, it's nationwide, man. That, that song is. is blue. It okay. is, it is, man. Like the whipping the nay nay. It's huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's huge. I seen that. You know, and the, and the kids, they out there. They was, you know, I can't knock it because you know it's just like my wife and I. When we were talking about, it, I said, you know, when when our our part of hip hop came out when N.W.A. and everything else, and you know, we had our elders saying that's not hip hop. You know that 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 isn't it right there. You know, this that's not a pure form. Y'all just talking about drug dealing, killing, and dis- discrediting women. You know, so I I get it. You know, I'm looking at it, but at the same time, there's no substance. I mean, there there there's there's no substance there, and, and clearly, you know, clearly, I I thought that Rich Homie Quan was the guy. You know, I thought that he was like the rapper of the rappers right now, and I was wrong. Clearly. Oh, clearly. Oh, it's Future's the guy. You know, I could have been told that. I mean, I didn't know. <laughs> but, but today's today's music. Reminds me of the Wizard of Oz. No really? heart, no brain, no courage. I agree, Pop. I, I thought I'd never ever agree with you when it comes to music. But <laughs> 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 you might be right on this one, man. Man, well, man, yeah. Oh, it was wild, man. It, it was wild. I, 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 you know, I'm watching the whole show. The best part of this show, this whole show, I mean, because, you know, I'm looking for what you said, feeling and heart and whatnot. So. They go into a commercial break, and the DJ says, you know, I'm going to bring my homie up right now. We're going to do it right now. So they start playing this music. And then you see this Caucasian guy who was, I guess, the producer. He walks out with a microphone and hands it to this guy in the front row. You know, clearly I have no idea who none of these guys are. And he hands it to this guy, and he's just sitting there. So his homeboys around him doing the old, oh, you know, like, it's your turn. So the guy gets the mic. He was like, you want me to do it right now? They were going, yeah, right now. He said, right now. I said, yeah, right now. So they play the music, and he goes into the I'm in love with the Coco, that song right there. You ever heard that song? Nah. Yeah, you heard the song. Come on, man. That's probably your song. I can't song, believe maybe. you ain't heard it. Dude. I'm, I'm sure that's your song. You like that song, You've heard that song before. Do you like that song? Come on, man. Who has it? When I first heard that song, man, I was like, who in the heck made this horrible song, man? Now, I'm going to tell you. I mean, the beat called, though. It's, yeah. a dark, it's a dark skin, brother. Okay. I never even seen the dude who never made it. Hey, it's a dark. He, he looked like an average dude who just got out of Rice Street. I mean, he swole, big dark skin, brother. But I felt the man passion. You know, even though I ain't never really knew. I've heard the song once or twice because my kids. You know, and I had to ask them, what's Coco? You know, and they looking like, ah, nah, I'm singing a song. Right, right. So, so hold on, Neil. So he's singing a song, right? So he said, I'm in love with the Coco, and he's looking at the crowd with this meme of, like, sing it. Like, if y'all don't sing it, I'm about to come punch all y'all in the face. And they all singing it. And then he gets to this one part. He said, tell them what I got. And then the whole crowd goes, Bacon soda. I got bacon soda. He goes, what? And they say it again. Yeah, then they do the women in the park. I couldn't believe it. My kid, my kid, my kid. All the old school rappers jumped up. E-40, uh, uh, Buster Rhymes, they all jumping up, singing a song. I'm going, 
This gotta be a club song. That was definitely a club song. Gotta man. be. It. You gotta see it, man. <laughs> it's we, the only we, we, we just said the whole like everywhere we just it. said that was the whole song. That's the song. I'm in love with the cocoa. That's the song. There wasn't no verse. It. Yeah, there wasn't bacon no soda. Nothing. I got bacon soda. Man, I'm talking about That's the, the girls. Song, I'm talking about the women. That's the whole. Hey, song. I'm telling you, they got this one lady in there. You gotta play it on the break phone, man. I will. I will. Okay, <laughs> I do. I do. It. <laughs> I'll find it. <laughs> This one lady, man, she had this dress where it was cut. You know how the ladies show their cleavage? Yeah. And she jammed so hard, man, they them almost popped out. Man, she, oh. got, she almost swung one of the D's out? Two of them. Both <laughs> of them when she went left and right. She about to throw some D's on them, huh? Oh, my God. I mean, some, some, some D's. <laughs> I told one, I said, baby, you see that? I had to rewind she it. bought a cat Oh, man, it was wild. But, yeah, we'll put that during the break, man. I'm sorry that we got sidetracked there, man. But it was just something that was on my mind that I wanted to talk about. And, and it, it just got me, man. But today, man, today there's a lot of great college football today. You know, I won't go over last week because we had FSU. And, you know, I, I felt just like Denny Green after that game. You know, you want to clown, clown their ass. <laughs> we all thought they were. That's why we took the field. You know, and it was just, I mean, when you throw the ball 49 times, nothing good comes out of that. Ever. Ever, never, ever, ever, ever. I don't want to annoy Neil, but I was sitting, we were sitting up there together. We were watching the uh, Oklahoma-Texas game, and one of the first things I said when the game started, I told Neil that there was no scenario by which Texas wins this game. Yeah. It's not going to happen. Right. And boy, was I wrong. <laughs> you want a little observation on that, Neil? 11 passes. They threw the ball 11 times. Texas did. Yeah. we seen every play coming. Yeah. But it, it was one of the most disappointing losses in my Oklahoma soon, Boomer soon history. Yeah. I mean, and, um, not only because we was only 5-0, and we was 5-0 and in, uh, in the 10th ranked team in the country. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I mean, we it, it was kind of like uh, we were near, man. Like, we're, right. we're, why, why would it's it show up? Yeah, like. Like we we showed up way too late, man. And um, like put like this, even if we won that championship, which is probably no way out far fetched. They said we went to the floor, won every game out, and win the whole title. I mean, it's, it's gonna be a hollow tie. I mean, I I would only you know if I really won it right now, man. We lost to Texas, man. You know what right, right, right. Season right, over, right. man. So it, it was a bad loss, man. Bad day all overall, man. Uh, um, our quarterback uh Baker Mayfield came crashing back to earth. Um, couldn't run the ball, couldn't get in the holes, man. Texas played an inspired game, and uh, they did. They was geeked. And uh, I'm I, I'm gonna be honest, man. Uh, you just got through talking about. It, I, I was happy for. I was I was I was hoping he would do better, but uh, now hope he lose every game. Not, not against y'all, right? Man, now, nah, Brad, <laughs> they were totally disrespectful after the game, man. You know what I mean? They just raised the Texas hatred level a whole other notch, which I, I didn't think it can go up anymore, but. Not only did they not shake our hands after the game, Whoa. these clowns went so nuts after the game, like they won the national championship, right? Grab their coach, Charlie Strong, takes him to the middle of the field, whole team, right? I mean, yeah. they, they jumping around like nuts, right? Yeah. Um, they pick Charlie Strong up. They pick him up. You know, lay him, stretch him out. And they throwing him up like a bar mitzvah. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, and, and at first, he was a little bit uncomfortable. I mean, right. so I, I I was cool with that, right? But he he he, he dwelled into it a little bit too yeah, much, he man. Did. He really got into it. I, that, that, it got me upset. 
I was like, USOB. I'm like, all right, we owe you. We owe. I mean, he and that, I'm talking about he did the heads up, eyes screaming. I mean, they, like, they throwing him, like, they doing the. Okay, but, and, but and it was know, disrespectful, man. The really you know what annoying mean? part about that, and I'm not a, I mean, I like Oklahoma. I've always liked Oklahoma, but I'm not a huge <laughs> Oklahoma fan like Neil is. The bad part of, the really bad part about this is Texas is likely not to win another game this year. True. Yeah. That's, 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 that's a, a real. Oh, that made me sorry, man. But, 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 and I got to eat that, man. They beat us, man. But, but wait a minute. While, while, we, while we're discussing that, maybe he knows this. And he is savoring in this moment right here. I mean, this is a rivalry for one, the Red River rivalry. I mean, it's. I mean, you say the six out of seven. I think they even won the last time they won before. This was like, what, three years ago or two years ago? You know, something something like Cubicle. that. You know, it was. It was you sure? You sure I'm winning a couple of years? You nah, sure I'm winning a couple of years ago? I, I remember. Then, oh, yeah, Mac Brown. Yeah, Mac Brown got it. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, so he's feeling like, I think he knows like what y'all know. You know, he may not win another one. You know, he's been close. You know, he's been through the special teams horrors. He's been through the tweeting at the halftime and calling for his neck down there. He already, they already didn't want him because I think he got a, a Caucasian wife. If I am mistaken, you know, when they hired him, they didn't want him down there because, you know, he got you know, mixed children and whatnot in a mixed family. So he's going through all this stuff, man. And I think that was just his moment to let it all out. You know, and I know it was at your at your expense or whatnot, but I think he just let it out, man. I think not, it was it. not only that, it gets him at least another year. It does. He beat Oklahoma. Yeah, he got, he got another year. That yeah. earned him another year. Yeah, he, he, got, he, got, he got them off his back this year. Yeah. And next year, is his year. I mean, they, 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 they gave him. He was. If he lost that game, he probably wouldn't have made it through this year. You know what I mean, I, I was hoping they lose because I won him down in Miami. But you know that that's neither here nor there. Yeah, y'all wasn't gonna hire him. Y'all ain't that smart. Yeah, you about right. You about, <laughs> about right. But they got that contract for. I, they they got that contract for Golden that go through twenty twenty man and then twenty 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 man you know Donna man old that's Donna. why he ain't tripping no man because Donna man she extended that contract for him man, before she left and that's why he's making them calls that day off fire me right <laughs> right you know you know what his buyout is well, it got to be over three million I think it's fifteen fifteen million dollars something like that bro whoa. Something like that. So oh, we y'all, y'all in trouble. He, he, he'll be coaching y'all next year. Man, I didn't want to talk about it. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I can't even talk about it, man. That's Damn. A, I didn't know I've that. I've been in a good mood so far, man. I don't want to get depressed anymore. Not but uh, let, let's move on if we can. <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> the Big Ten got some battles this week, man. Number 17, Iowa, is going to number 20, uh, Northwestern today. And, uh... I was actually looking for that point spread. I don't see. Oh, Iowa minus Iowa minus one. Is that right? That can't be right. Yeah, it looks like it. Iowa minus one. The over and under is uh, 41 and a half uh, right there. So you got that going down. And you got number seven, Michigan State, going into Ann Arbor to play number 12, Michigan. Game of the day. Today. You know, you got that going down today. The line is Michigan minus six and a half. Over under is 41 and a half. So, uh, like, you Big Ten guy, man. Who you like in that game? Well, the fact that uh, Michigan hasn't given up a point in the last 13 quarters. Yes. Um, you kind of have to like Michigan at home, but Michigan State is a whole other animal. And one thing that I, you have to appreciate about Connor Cook, Connor Cook has, has been uh, in the Big Ten long enough. He's pretty much seen everything, and he doesn't rattle. Yes. You know, um, so whatever Jim Harbaugh has to throw at Michigan State, um, he is not going to 
be surprised by it. He's mm-hmm. not going to fall under any pressure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as long as his uh, teammates do their, uh, you know, fulfill their responsibilities, get where they're supposed to be, Connor Cook's going to find him. He's that kind of quarterback. Mm-hmm. So um, while the line says six and a half in Michigan and, and at home, uh, you might think that Michigan is a, is a solid. Kind of like Michigan State in this game. I do like Michigan State in this game. You know, I. I think that Michigan is riding a high right now. We've all seen, you know, when you're getting that momentum and you can ride that wave until that team walks up to you and punch you in your mouth. You know, who's been there, who's done that, and who's not phased by the way that Michigan is riding, just like what you said. And I like Connor Cook, man. I think Connor Cook is an NFL caliber quarterback. You know, that guy, that guy can, uh, he can spin the ball, man. And um, he's 97 to 162 this year, threw for 1,300 yards already and 12 touchdowns. You know, and Michigan State plays defense, man, and they play tough, hard defense. And uh, I like them over Michigan uh, today, Neil. What do you think about that game? I like, I like the Wolverines, man. Really? I like what they're doing, man. Uh, 13 quarters, like you said, Pop, with, with zero points. Right. They're on a momentum. They believe now. Mm-hmm. Um, the direction over there is different. Uh, they got a coach who who's highly profiled. Right. And it's it really seems like everybody has bought into what he's trying to sell. And uh, you, if you look around there, I man, they flying around, man. Yeah. I mean, they, they run the ball efficiently. Uh, efficiently. Uh, the quarterback play um, is still kind of shaky. They they don't really have the explosive playmakers on the outside. But the defense is tremendous. Right. And they have really – been playing very well. Um, the the one loss they have this year, man, against Utah, man. Right. And uh, even that who, game. Who's number four? No, I'm Utah. Is it BYU? No, Utah. No, Utah. Utah's number. And they're number five. four. Number four. Number four. The yeah. fourth ranked team in the country, yeah, and they play Utah pretty good to the end. No, right. They, right. And, and lost that game at Utah. Right. So, uh, I think the Wolverines could have won that game. And they very well could have won, that, won game. that game. I mean, they could be in the field right now, yeah, they won and that game. probably be the fifth, fourth ranked team in the country. Like, you know what I mean? So, but, but like I say, today, right? I think they turned the corner, making statement by beating Michigan State at home in the big house. Yeah. And, uh, That's they, and when they win today, they will become the Big Ten favorites. Wow, wow! Uh, switching from the Big Ten to the Pac-12. Um, on Thursday night, number 15, Stanford defeated number 18, UCLA, 56 to 35. Pac-12, man, the uh, the kid from the quarterback from UCLA. Was it UCLA? What's the quarterback you were talking about? Golf. Where's he from? He's from California. California. Berkeley. I watched him last night. Uh, not last night, last week. He came on at, I think, like 10 o'clock at night, one of them late games. And I can't remember who they were playing, but they lost the game. He threw like five picks that game. He did? He didn't impress me, man. You know, I, I watched him, man. He seemed like he was rattled out there. And, you know, when, when, you, when, you, when you speak up on somebody, you know, I, I, I got this image that they're going to be this, this guy. You know, like when, when you spoke on Fortnite beginning of the season, you know, and he's that guy. You know, uh, even when you talk about your uh, uh, your receiver, what's your receiver name at Oklahoma? Uh, Sterling Shepard. Shepard. Shepard is that guy. You know, I don't care what nobody say. That that kid got hands. You know that that kid can play. He can. You know, he 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 can play. He gonna he gonna he gonna be good on the next level. You know, but this guy didn't impress me, man. I, I just I just I was watching him, and you know, I'm saying okay, he's just having a bad game. I'm just watching him, and it was just it wasn't there. I just didn't see the it factor. You know, during that game, was it just a bad game for him, or 
you know, what year is this? Is he a sophomore or junior? Uh, this is his junior season. Oh, so he's ready to come out. Yeah, he's, so yeah, he's ready to come yeah, out. But he's been starting uh, ever since a true freshman. Right. But uh, it wasn't uh, uh, the most impressive game. He did throw five picks. He threw two early. I mean, one was through his first pass, and the next one he threw in the next drive. Right. So he was already down, too. So even if you did take away those two, man, he still threw three interceptions. Right. I mean, so – and so it wasn't really as of accurate of a day, but um, he still kept his team in the game, man. That game, man. But uh, yeah, it, it wasn't one of his best, better games, man. Um, but like I say, man, this is not one of the stronger drafts this year when it comes to quarterbacks, anyway. Right. And uh, I think he's the top guy still, even with that uh bad performance, because uh, what he his upside is tremendous, man. Right. I mean, tall, lanky, strong arm, accurate. Um. Not really a, a a big play guy, you know, who can you know make all the throws like Aaron Rodgers down the field, you know, in right. tight windows. But right. you know, he has the potential to be a really good starting quarterback in the NFL, man. But uh, I'm with you, Nick. I, I mean, he didn't show the flashes that he's shown other games before, man, and, and it was right. kind of disappointing because the nation was watching. You know what I mean? The nation was watching, and the lights was on. Yeah, yeah, the lights definitely were on, man. Right. And, uh, and he didn't really show his best performance, man, but uh, I still think he's one of the top prospects. Okay. Um, next we got number eight, Florida Gators, going in to see number six, LSU, uh, in Baton Rouge. And that's going to be a slobber knocker of a game tonight. Uh, I think the one thing that we have to look at is LSU is playing without their starting fullback today. And um, they're one of the few teams that have actually still used a fullback. And Fournette, man, really runs out of that power eye with this guy. Now, they got the true freshman in that's been running out. Can't, can't place his name right now. Uh, but he's not the same guy. He don't have the same chemistry, you know, that Fournette had with his uh, his other fullback. And they said tonight he's going to run a lot out of the uh, uh, single back formation, you know, because there's that chemistry uh, isn't there. So who do you like tonight? Uh, I like LSU. Um, Florida has to deal with the fact that, you know, your quarterback's been suspended for the year for PEDs, um, yep. which is a whole nother story. We'll probably get into that later. Yep. Um, and I, I think they're shook. I, you know, the guy who's been leading them, and he, they're numbered, you know, they're in the top 10, but it's mostly because of the defense. Yep. But if you lose your quarterback under those type of circumstances, and then you're going into a hostile environment, I don't know. I don't like Florida's chances in that game at all. They lost somebody else too off of uh, uh, shooting at his girlfriend. I'm, I'm trying okay, to. Yeah, I missed that one. Was, yeah, it, was, that, it, was uh, it the cornerback? No, 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 not the corner. Well, it was the safety. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, he, but, but yeah, but he, but he's not suspended. But he's out, out of this game. Yeah, but he got a list of felony charges though. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's gonna be done. Yeah, but it's like, but they, but they say he was alleged. So yeah, okay. Yeah. You know how that goes. Throwing shots at your girlfriend. Yeah, man. man. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, that is going to be tough for those guys. You know, that's that's going to be tough for them. They're going back to Treon, uh, um, Treon. He he was a starter before they yanked him and went to Greer. You know, and now he's back. You know, under these circumstances. You know, so that's going to be a tough man. That's tough for him going into Baton Rouge like that. You know, to face those Tigers. And, of course, then you got the D-lineman from Florida saying that Fournette is not as good as everybody say he was. Oh, that, you know what that means, right? Oh, man, 250. Pretty, pretty <laughs> <honey>. <laughs> it's going down. You know, and I'm sure the media took his his, uh, his his quote out of context, but, you know, that's what we do. Yeah, you know, yeah, we, we twist it up. You know, we twist it up. So, 
Uh, we got that going down. And uh, last, another game we wanted to highlight, man, is 5-1. and one, Penn State Nittany Lions going into the horseshoe. Second on number one team in the nation. 6-0 and Ohio State Buckeyes. And do you think this is the game that Mattenberger does it to him, Neil? No, no, no. Uh, Christian Hackenberg, uh, I, I, everybody's really high on this dude, man. But I, I don't see it. I don't see it at all. Man. I don't see it. I've been, I've been watching since his freshman year. I don't see it either. I've been watching him since his freshman year, man, because uh, he was the number one. He was the number one high school quarterback. Yeah. And I didn't see it then, man. So I've been waiting for like three years, man, to see a flash of an NFL quarterback, man. I. I Man, I just see a McCown again, man. Like like a one of those type of quarterbacks. Maybe a backup quarterback somewhere yeah. down the line, but I don't see a franchise changing quarterback in that guy, man. So uh, Penn State, they make a lot of mistakes on defense, man, and mm-hmm. give up a lot of big plays, and that's going to walk right into what we do as far as uh, Ohio State's running the football and and uh, triple option and you know all those stuff we do, man. So I think we got an explosive day, man. I don't think it's going to be close, man. I think we're going to break out today. Hey, those, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. I, I agree. I, I think that that um, Ohio State will figure, will finally figure out the little the little things that that kept them from from being you know as explosive on offense as they have been. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, one of those things is that Cardell Jones has to figure out when to zip it and when to put a little touch on it. Mm-hmm. And you know, it, it seems like an easy thing for us to sit back, you know, as as a uh, basketball players who watch football. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But um, it's, it's a big deal. And you, you've seen him throw interceptions. You've seen him throw incompletions because he didn't know when to touch it mm-hmm. and when to zip it. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that this is a point where he turns the corner, and I'm sure that that's one of the things he's been working on with him in practice. And I think that, that I think he has a breakout game today. And it's funny how us as basketball players are so – we're so in tune with the football player, and we analyze them, and we're very analytical, and and and, and very um, I'm worried to leave my mind here, but we look at football like we know it, like the back of our hand, like we know basketball, and it's vice versa with the football players. They do the same thing with basketball. Oh, yeah. You know, they sit there, and they do the same thing, and you know, we'd be amazed when we see a big 300 pound lineman who can go down and dunk two handed. You know, we sit there and look at it. And it's just crazy how it kind of goes, you know, hand hand in hand, but. You don't look at hockey that way, though. <laughs> I don't look at hockey, period. At all. You don't. You don't view uh, uh, men's volleyball that way, Neil. Do you? Nah, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Point taken. Eight oh five eight five six two eight five six. The telephone number: www.sportsfitness.com. Other side of the break, man. We'll get into some NFL talk, but first we'll do our uh, bang bang questions, man. We get it in and uh, take us to break. Is the guy uh, I'm in love with the Coco? His name is Ot Genesis. So stay on the field with your boys. It's the sports officials. TheSportsOfficials.com. <laughs> I got it. 
the bobo. Baking soda, I got baking soda. Baking soda, I got baking soda. Whip it through the glass, nigga. I'm blood money fast, nigga. I'm in love with the coco. I'm in love with the coco. I got it for the lolo. I'm in love with the coco. I'm in love with the coco. I'm in love with the coco. I got it for the lolo. Turn up. I'm in love with the coco. Thirty-six, that's a kilo. Need a break, miss my free throw. I'm in love just like Neo. Bust the shot, now he Neo. Free my homies from the Neo. Put the jars from my bio. All this talk like a Nino. Water whip like a Nemo. Baking soda, I got baking soda. Baking soda, I got baking soda. Whip it through the glass, nigga. I'm blowing money fast, nigga. I'm in love with the coco. I'm in love with the coco. I got it for the lolo. I'm in love with the coco. I'm in love with the coco. I'm in love with the coco. I got it for the lolo. Turn up. I'm in love with the coco. Eight oh five eight five six two eight five six telephone number www.thesportsofficials.com. dot com. Speaking of that, <laughs> I don't know what I find more disturbing: <laughs> the fact that this jabroni sat in a studio somewhere and spent hours doing that, and that was the best he could do, or the fact that the American public buys it. Bought into it big time, man. Unbelievable. That is so bad, man. You know, let me, let me get back in my car and listen to Hip Hop is Dead again, man. <laughs> that's it, man. That's that's That was that's a big hit. And it's it's, it's kind of old. Nothing came out last year. Like Neil said, it came out last year, man. Uh, Got to start uh, keeping an eye on my baking soda, my refrigerator. <laughs> Kid might take it to school. Tell me she got bacon, so. <laughs> That card on there. Yeah, hey, so you gotta go get your kid. You got some bacon soda. Some hammer in here, whipping it. Man, how they kick? How they kick? OG, OT. We gonna find him too, man. Oh, that's funny, man. Eight oh five eight five six two eight five six. The telephone number www.thesportsofficials.com dot dot com. And um, it's time to jump into a little uh, um, questions, man. Little bang bang, little bang bang segment, and. Uh, let me see if I can find the Bang Bang Man. They got the Bang Bang Man over there now? dead over here. You dead over there? Yeah, hip-hop is dead. Oh, man. <laughs> the, the, the computer is dead. 
Yeah. Okay, so uh whenever you whenever you hear the uh Bang Bang when you, ooh, ouch, ee. when you hear that right there, you know what's up. So I got five questions. You know, we're going to run it down the line. And, Neil, and Neil, we're going to start with you today. All right. Yeah, we're going to hit you earlier today. And I just got some simple ones today, man. Very, kind of fairly simple. Uh set up right there. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. Last week, I seen the guy, I want to say it was Northwestern, um, had 200, maybe 289 yards, 290 yards, something like that. Carried the ball. 48 times. Carried it 48 times. Your opinion, Neil, how many times, there's too many times to carry the football, and if you were a coach, what's the magic number for your back? It depends on the back. Now, if the guy's a sturdy, durable guy, um, I will give it to him 25 to 30 times. But if I'm a team who, who the guy's my heart and soul, hey, damn right he getting it 48 times. For me to win? I'm gonna give it to him 48 times. Wow! In college, in college, if, if it's for me to win, I mean, right. you got to understand college coaches' lives. I mean, you know, careers are really short if you're not winning. And if it takes for you to jump on your win for 48 times, 48 times, big and late. Uh, it does depend on the player. And, and here's an example: if if you gave the ball, I remember one game last year, uh, Nick Chubb took the UK ball like 34 times. Mm-hmm. If you have a player that you give the ball 34 times or 48 times, then you don't have anybody else on your offense. Absolutely. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you need to address that first. Mm-hmm. But um, if you need to hand the ball to this person 48 times to get the ball down the field, then you got to get the ball down the field. I mean, these kids are 18, 19, 20 years old. It's one thing to do it when you're 18, 19 years old. It's another when you do it when you're 26, 27, 28 years old. If you're 18, 19, 20 years old, 48 times, that's a, it's a long, hard day. But you're 18, 19 years old, if you do that. What's your magic number? Uh, I would say 30. Okay. All right. I think that 48 times, man, I think it's too much. I think giving to the kids, man, you run these kids into the ground. You know, like you said, they're young kids. You know, but at the same time, it's just running them into the ground pretty much. That's going. If this if this kid was anywhere near a, uh, let's say a first round, second round talent or something like that, and they're running him forty eight times a game because it was at one point they gave him to him nine straight times, and the tenth time they threw it to him. You know, so oh yeah, that's all they they just continue just they just give it to him, just give it to him, give it to him. I mean, he just he just giving it to him. You know, so um, I think forty eight is a little bit too excessive. You know, um, but I think my magic number, if if I'm a coach, I would say 28 to 30. No, that's 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 what I'd do it. Uh, number two, um, Fortnite Network is making a big deal out of this right now. As LeBron got a, a back injection, he's out the next two preseason games. Is that a problem for you as a Cavs fan? Man, no, man. He he's definitely getting older. He's breaking down. But a lot of a lot of players get the the back injections, man. As far as to stimulate the the pain in the lower back from uh, working out and, you know, and as far as the stress because he's getting older. I mean, he's not a younger player. So uh, I'm glad he got it early in the season, to be honest with you, before it started, man, so it can take its effect during the season so he won't feel as much pain as he did because uh, we we smashed the gas on him last year, man. We we pushed the pedal to the floor with him. You know what I mean, so mm-hmm. he played a lot of minutes, took a lot of shots, you know, did a lot for us, man. So I, I think it's warranted. I'm glad he did it early now. Not a big deal. Sir. Better in the preseason than in January. Mm-hmm. You know, um, 
I have no problem with them doing it now. The only problem that will, would arise is that you have Kevin Love coming off of his injury. He's, he's going to get a chance to play in the preseason. And you have Kyrie Irving who's going to be a little bit further down the line. And even though these guys are superb basketball players, you really want them to get a chance to play together before mm-hmm. you throw them into the mix and the games count. Mm-hmm. So um, still better now than later. I agree. Preseason. I mean, this is preseason game. You know, I know you want to get into your flow and whatnot. And I think last year, like you said, you did it during the season. It took two weeks off. You know, so he's taking two weeks off now. You know, but it's not a big deal because Kevin Love is just not trying to come back. Kyrie is not playing. You know, so LeBron's not playing. It's really no no big deal. You know, uh, even Shumpert. Shumpert's hurt. You know, so he's going to be out for a little while. And the Cavs just pulled a five-year, $80 million deal off the table from Tristan Thompson. You know, so he's not there either. You know, so it's not really it's a big deal. If those guys are not there right now, do it right now. Sit them down. No big deal. You know, but that's the full-letter network for you. You know, they're going to run that into the ground, man. Oh, absolutely. Name a player in any sport besides Pete Rose and uh, Barry Barnes that you would like to see in the Hall of Fame? Nelly Neal. In any sport? In any sport. That I want to see in the hall. That you would like to see in the hall. Besides Barry Bonds. And Pete Rose, because those are going to be the first two names that come out of a lot of people's mouth. Ah, man, who I want to see in the hall. I want to see T.O. in the hall. Okay. Because, because uh, he took a lot. You know, he dished a lot, but he took a lot from the media, man. And I want to see him just throw it back to him one time. I think he definitely is the first ballot. They won't throw it. They won't give it to him. But I want to see T.O. in the hall, man. Okay. UTC, UTC. You like to see that that uh, <laughs> you like to see that speech you're gonna give. Oh yeah, that's gonna be a very entertaining speech. Cool. Is it gonna cry? Oh yeah. So <laughs> no. So no, man. That's a bit. That's a that's a Vegas bit right there. I'm taking that bit. The, the Chris Carter cry, he cried. The, the only bet is gonna be how far. Yeah. yeah. Michael Irvin cry. All the ones. Come on, Robert Singer, the Davis, man. Yeah. Yeah, they're most of the creatures, man. You're right. Uh, I.E. Sammy Watkins, man. We're going to oh talk about that later. Oh, my God. We're going to talk about him. <laughs> Big intellect. I would like to see Ray Guy yeah. in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. The punter? Yeah. The punter, because what Ray Guy did was he made the punter important. Yeah. You know, uh, a punter used to be, uh, okay, you got you got to China got to have one. Um, and, you know, this is, you just hope he doesn't make up. Ray mess up. Ray Guy changed the game. For that position, and um, he was the best at it. Him and uh, Reggie Roby when he played for the, mm-hmm. for the Dolphins, coffin mm-hmm. corner. Huh? Yeah, mm-hmm. he was a genius with the wristwatch coming in the ball. And, and and when you're able to flip the field the way he did, and you put them in the hands of that Oakland Raiders defense, Ray Guy changed the game. Mm-hmm. In a lot of ways, so I think that he should be in the Hall of Fame. It's amazing how we all just stick to football because football, I think, football is one of the toughest ones besides baseball. But football takes forever. It's a long, it's a long line of guys to get in the Hall. And we debated about this guy last week, the week before last. Um, Clay Matthews. I like to see Clay Matthews in the Hall of Fame. I mean, that guy was an epitome of a linebacker. You know, if you had a chance for. Somebody not Lawrence Taylor changed the game, and so did you know Ray Lewis. But if you had to put a linebacker out there, you put out there Clay Matthews. That's, that's, I heard something uh, last week when uh, Charles Woodson got the two picks on Peyton Manning, and he was the oldest. There was only two players older than him to get an interception in the NFL, uh, older than Charles Woodson. One is the great Daryl Green is in the Hall of Fame, and of course Clay, Clay Matthews. Matthews. 
You know, he was the other guy. So I like to see Clay Matthews. Will he get in there? I doubt it. You know, his son will probably get there before he will, but I don't. I don't think he'll. Yep. Make it in. But you know, the, the one thing about Clay Matthews is he played at a high level for seventeen seasons. Seventeen years, man. That's a long time. That's a long time to be a linebacker. Yeah, Pro Bowl four times out of those seventeen. Yeah, but son, I already been five. Yeah, yeah, I, I understood. You know, but there's a lot. There were a lot great. There were a lot greater linebackers back in those days than there is now. Yeah, I want to change, man. Change yours. Go ahead. Remix. I want to see Chris Bosh <laughs> in the hall. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Outside of any of your teams, Neil. Outside of any of your teams, what is a good rivalry that you would like that you like to watch? That I like to watch um, outside of your teams. Oh, uh, Duke, North Carolina, really, and the and college basketball, man, it is serious, man. It's yeah. it, like this, man. There's never stand in the room. Uh, no matter how good the teams are, how bad the teams are, man, it's a huge game, man. Right. And we're home and away, and um, and it always goes down to the end. Uh, the 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 history of that rivalry, man, it goes back deep, and um. Uh, they're right down the street from each other, man. They're mile, I mean, literally less than ten miles away from each other, man. It's like it's like going from here mm-hmm. to Shannon Mall. Mm-hmm. From like it's that close, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. From the Duke campus to the Chapel Hill campus, man. On a straight shot, one road, tobacco road, man. Right. It's a, it's a real road. I thought it was a uh like a spoof or like something they just said. Right. It's a road that's called Tobacco Road. Right. You get on the, the road and you drive straight down that bucket and you one at the one end is Chapel Hill. The other end is Duke University, man. And two of the biggest college basketball programs in the country, man, and they do it every year, twice a year, man. I love watching that game. Private school versus public school. Yep. What it is. Sir? The Iron Bowl. The yeah. um that uh, Alabama Auburn thing, man, that thing is so serious in Alabama. You know, it kinda like divides the state. You know, mm-hmm. and 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 there's no in between. You are either Alabama or Auburn, mm-hmm. and, and, and that's it. You mm-hmm. know, and the, the whole thing gets so because there's no pro sports in Alabama. None. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So and you know, you got casinos and all this other good old stuff down there, and the dog tracks and everything like that. But Alabama and Auburn, that is that is what it's all about in Alabama. So yeah, that was that and that game is always so intense. That yeah. that game is crucial. It's do or die to their fans. I mean that is probably that may be like the I'm not gonna say and I say it in a good way, like the worst or the the most bad blooded game there is out there with anybody. And one that always seems to amaze me and maybe you can help me on this because I don't know the, the the origin of it or why they hate each other is the Kansas City Chiefs and the Oakland Raiders. I, for some reason, every year I watch that game. I have no idea why. You know, I, I watch all the old tape on each other when they fought each other, and I remember back in the nineties when they had a they had a bad fight. You know, where they were just pulling face masks and pulling helmets off each other. And they were swinging helmets, but those guys really don't like each other. It, is it just a rivalry, or because I can't? Because California, Missouri. I mean, it ain't even. <laughs> it, it goes back to the '60s, man. You know, John Madden and, and Hank Stram, and yeah. uh, you know, Daryl DeMonica and the big cat Ernie Ladd when he played for Kansas City, and right. Craig Williamson when he played for Kansas City, and right. you know, all those guys. But those things go back decades, man. You and know, they, just, they, they were in the old AFL together. AFL, huh? So they played, they played each other 
And they were the two of the best teams in the AFL. Maybe that's where so it comes they from. they constantly played each other for the AFL championship, and right. that's why they, that's uh, where it comes they from. That, that rivalry comes from. Now, them dudes can't stand each other. And Man. I could never, you know, cause I was like, okay, we got California over here in Oakland in the Bay, and we got Kansas City, Missouri over there in the sun. When the hell does this happen? <laughs> Where do they cross paths yeah, that they hate each other yeah, like that? The West Coast versus the Midwest. Yeah, that's that's exactly that's exactly what it is, you know. And uh, um, even even uh, Ice Cube made a song about it when summer vacation, you know, he packed up and they went to go slang dope in Missouri, you know. <laughs> I was like, well, he going to Missouri? I mean, what, you know what? Man, okay. Uh, last one, last one. If and I'm going to take the, the the PlayStation out of your vocabulary on this one because I know that's the first thing you'll say. But I was watching uh, the preview for uh, the movie Steve Jobs, you know, and I was just sitting there looking at it like, man, that dude got paid off an idea. So if you could have had an idea to invent something, what would it have been? Um. <laughs> I, I, I got, and, I, and I tell you, I it, got a couple of them. It also came from you know uh, me and your pops. We were looking at this, uh-huh. and he said, "Whoever thought of putting two of these in a rapper, yeah, genius, yeah, yeah, big time, you know? <laughs> big genius. time." Uh, I, I thought I thought of one too, but um, it was it, it was it was kind of done, but it wasn't done really right. Right. Um, have a club, right? Like like a club, you know, like a big jumping club, like like the station. You know what I mean? Okay. And and put a restaurant inside the club. Okay. Now, I, 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 that was my first one. Right. And my second one is a liquor store <laughs> and a restaurant. At the same time, let's switch with you with this restaurant. Yeah, it's clearly you like to eat. Yeah, yeah, but 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 not but but not where you sit down and where you where you got to buy a margarita and a drink. Right, right. I mean, somewhere where I can go buy a six pack and a chicken box at the same time. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's my invention right there, man. You know what I mean? You toe up and eat at the same time. Figure it out. You know what I mean? Let's figure it out and party. Here's the question: Can you sit down in the restaurant and eat your chicken? Yeah, man, you can if you want to. Uh, right. but, 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 you know, if you want to go, you know what I mean? You get your to-go box ready and we'll have your brew ready, man. Can, can you drink while you're there, too? While you're sitting down eating the chicken? You're not even drinking. You know, you got to sit down. You, know, you got to sit down and drink. Yeah, no doubt. So you restaurant. Can, so, you can buy your, so you can buy your alcohol and take it to the restaurant. But the place, you can buy your alcohol sitting there waiting on your chicken box. You down your <laughs> brew. Boy, that's a... Police will be sitting outside the whole time. Oh, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> now you in, 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 I mean, you do it in the restaurant, all right? Right? Sitting there at Applebee's. Sir, what you got? Wow, that's a good one. Um, oh, if, man. if I could have invented something or could take credit for something else, yeah. Um, I do. It'd be Starbucks, man. Yeah. Because I, I can't imagine. Somebody gave me a Starbucks gift card for Father's Day right. last year. And I ain't never been to Starbucks before. Me either. Uh, so I went to Starbucks and I said, okay, well, I if I know go to I'm going to order a cappuccino. I ordered a cappuccino. That was nasty. Yeah. I didn't like that at all. You man, I'm right. dumping, you know, creamer and stuff. Right. Like, yeah. like, really? This is not cappuccino, man. Let me go to Quick Trip. Quick Trip. You know, they like, got the best <laughs> cappuccino. I know, right? <laughs> but I know people who 
drink Starbucks like it's crack. Yes. They, you know, I, yes. If, you, if they don't get some Starbucks, man, they're they going to go You know what I'm saying? It's right. a bad day. You know what I'm saying? So if I could have been in on the bottom, on the ground floor, ready that Starbucks. Right. Man. Hey, Pop, there's people at my job, man, that can't function without Starbucks, man. They, they, they're there twice a day, every day. And he, 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 admittedly, like, I got to have Starbucks. Like, it won't, I mean, my day won't go down without Starbucks. I'm like, what are they putting in that stuff, man? I know, right? It's $5 <laughs> for a cup of coffee and got to have it. And, and when, when they was, when there's more than one person in my job that tells me that. I'm like, are you serious? Like, man, like, I'm there twice a day, bro. I, 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 cause they walk in with the Starbucks cup every morning. You know what I mean? Right. And, and they go on the lunch break. You know what I mean? Coming right. back with a Starbucks cup every day. I was like, man, ten bucks. Somebody winning, man. Wins. Somebody exactly. winning. Exactly. If 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 I had a chance to patent something, and I make, I I changed my mind like five six times since I've been listening to y'all. <laughs> mine would be, I don't know what YKK stands for, but mine would be the zipper. It would be the zipper. There is every coat and every pair of pants got a zipper on it. You know, do anybody know what the hell YKK you know, stands for? I, and I read that somewhere, and I can't even recall what it what it meant. It's probably a patent, man. It got to be hell. Even even Big Boy said in one of his songs, YKK and your zipper. You know, just I mean, it's the zipper. I mean, if you patent that zipper and that is yours, you know, and you got the copyright and everything to that, man, whoever made that or whoever patented that. Their bloodlines is going to be paid for the rest of their lives. I mean, they will never have to work. I mean, because you think about it, it don't matter what kind of clothes it is. You know, it don't it don't matter if it's high end Gucci or Ralph Lauren or whatever. If it's uh, Gap, Old Navy, Levi's, it don't it it don't matter if it's it's cross colors, uh, Carl Canine. It don't matter what it is. There's a YKK on the zipper. You know, and that is one invention that man. If I could have ever thought of something, it'd be that right I'm there. Look that up one day. <laughs> I think it pops on it right now. I'm doing it right now. <laughs> I mean, because that's no, one just, of just a zipper manufacturer. They they make zippers. I mean, that's it. You know, that's that's you know, that's it. They just, I mean, that right there, man. That is that's money. You know, I'm in love with the zipper. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's a good one. That's it. You know, that's that's it. Eight oh five eight five six two eight five six telephone number www.sportsfishers.com. dot com. Falcons went down on Thursday, man. Five and zero. They went into the dome, man. Uh, a lot of Falcon fans, man, and, and I love them to death, man. Because some of my guys, some of my, my my dudes are funny. One of my dudes told me he said, "Man, I knew we lost the game when they at the beginning of the game when they showed the dude in the wheelchair was at the game." He said, "I knew we was gonna lose." <laughs> Then he come to uh, yeah. the block punt, you the know, for the touchdown. Yeah, every time that block punt, but it's, it's a wrap, bro. Then it's all over again. I didn't know that they had a statue of that outside yeah. the Superdome. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, that was a big day. That was a big moment, man. That's when the dome opened back up. That was a, that was a huge moment, man. Uh, a lot of people in New Orleans uh, who were there say uh, that's the loudest the place has ever been. I mean, yeah. like as far as the decibel levels, you know, everybody went nuts. You know, I mean, because they just came back, and uh, it was a big moment for them. But, uh, that was a setup for the. I Falcons got something for the Falcons fan. Man, let me do this for the Falcons fan. That's man. that set them up bad too, man. Send them in there right after Katrina, the first game after Katrina. Oh, yeah, that was ugly. that was bad. Yeah. Go ahead, Neil. But check this out, man. I'm riding home with the wife yesterday, right? Make a Falcon fan. I mean, just like the rest of everybody here in Atlanta. Oh, for sure. 
And, and guess what I'm hearing, man, from all the Falcon fans? Well, you know, just for, for some of them. Super Bowl. I don't know if I can cheer for the Falcons this year anymore. What? I don't know if we're going to do it, man. I'm tired of this and that. Like, man, you was 5-0. and 5-0. and Right. You lost the game to one of your heated rivalries on the road, man. You jumping off the wagon. Oh, my God, man. I was so, man, I lost my mind yesterday in that car yesterday. Now, do, you, man, do you know how I would get to be 5-1? and one? You know what I mean? I don't, know, I don't think we've ever been 5-1. Have we ever been 5-1 in our lives, man? It's been a long time. Not since they came back in nineteen. I, I don't ever remember being five and one in my life, man. It's been for a long my time. with my Browns, I'm I'm thirty six years old, man. I've been a Browns fan since day one. Yeah, it's been a and, long time. Day but, one. You know what I mean? So I'm days for like literally. So I mean, once he said that, man, I just saw other Falcons fans on the radio saying, like, man, you know, this is a bad deal, man. I don't know what's going on, man. Falcons, man. And blowing up seasons, man. Thank you. I try to be the Browns fan. Man, the Detroit Lions. You was five and zero, man. The next week you you lose a road. Now you off the wagon. One loss. Yeah, I, I had a real problem with that, man. Yeah. The Detroit Lions are in trouble. I mean, it's to the point now where Matt Stafford is on the waiver wire in fantasy football. Nobody picks yeah, him up. Yeah, I've seen it. I mean, he nobody wants him. You know, and you sit there, you're looking like, okay. I would have dropped him. You know, he's got Abdullah, you know, in the, in the backfield, and he's got Megatron and Golden Tate and Ebron. And, but they can't they, they can't get out of their own way. You know, he was benched. Was it, was it last week before last? Last week. Last, last week. week. You know, I, I was watching the game, and it was just, it was horrible. You know, it was the scheme, the play calling, you know, the players playing. Man, I I don't see a way out for these dudes. You know, I, I really don't. Right now, when I look at the Detroit Lions, they are the worst team in football right now. I I disagree. I don't think they're the worst team. I think they getting like you just heard you just said, they always get in their own way. It's always a major mistake here or there that costs them the game. Um they I mean I know Bill Parcet says you are what your record says you are. But in this case, I, I don't see an 0-5 team when I look at them, man. Like like you just said, they got Calvin Johnson. They got two really good tight ends. Not great ones, but really good ones with Ebron and Pettigrew. Mm-hmm. Uh, two decent backs, man, who can move, move the chains three or four yards every time they carry the ball with Abdullah and Drake Bell and uh, Theo Riddick. Mm-hmm. Um, offensive line is not the best, but they still have a uh, uh, – uh, I forget the dude's name, and they just drafted a first round pick, uh, Lake and Thomason. Yeah, yeah. Um, from Duke, and uh, and we were really high on in the in uh training camp. So uh, they have pieces, man. Now the defense is another thing, man. They lost Delmas a couple of years ago. That kind of hurt them in the secondary, and uh, their cornerback situation is uh, I can't even name a corner for them right now. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I don't even know. I don't even know their starting corners. Not even one of them. I don't even know their number. I don't even know their number one corner. And their uh, linebackers gone for the year too. Also, uh, Levy, right? Yeah, yeah. DeAndre Levy, and yeah, he was yeah. and he was like third or fourth in the league last year. Fourth in the league in tackles. In tackles, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, with the loss of Sue, of course, and because uh, you know him and uh, they got Nada, but they're not the same guy. You know what I mean? Mm-mm. And uh, well, Ansa is breaking out this year. He's having a pretty decent season, but it's not coming together, man. And they have the pieces and the parts. To be a really good team, man. The circumstances, the circumstances. You know, losing to Green Bay, the yeah. crunch out, 
you know, uh, Benjamin Stafford, you know, it, it, it's a lot of a lot of bad things happen, man. I feel, just, bad. I feel yeah. bad for Caldwell, too, man. I think he's going to get fired this year. Oh, yeah. I think he's going to get fired next week. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> if they wow. lose this week, he's yeah, gone. They, yeah, they got the Bears. Man, it's the same, it's the same, man, because he was the playoff coach last year, man. Especially if they lose to the Bears. Yeah, they lose to the Bears. Yeah, the Bears got a win last week, man. Yeah, you know? They get a win last year, and the Bears are playing better, but they're a division team. They're a division team. Yeah, the division Big time the division around. Caldwell will be having some Starbucks with uh, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> 805-856-2856, telephone number, www.sportsfishers.com. Other side of the break, man, we get into some calls, and we got some calls on the line, man, and we'll talk uh, some NFL football. We'll get into some more NFL football, and if you got some money, man, you know, we can get you into some of these games, you know, and of course, I'm sure the big intellect, you'll tell us what you did last week, and you'll give us some more this week of, uh, of some of your picks. You know, so stay on the field with your boys, man. It's the sports officials, the sportsofficials.com.
www.thesportsofficials.com Got a new rapper in this new age that Nilly Neal finally likes. And it's the boy Future. Oh, I get down with Future. Future, if you out there, man, I rocks with you, bro. <laughs> Let me know if you and Russell ever square off, man. I got you. <laughs> that's a bad situation, though, man. Oh, man. That's, 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 a, that's a tough situation to be in, man. That, Man, I don't know what to say about that, I man, because, you know, she, I mean, she's going to raise the boy the way she want to raise him. They're not together. They're not together. It is. Uh, it is. It's just one, one warning to, to future, man. Um, I mean, I, I know you're tough and all that, man, but uh, if you ever find yourself, man, with just you and Russell face-to-face, don't try, man. Don't try. Yeah, Russell's going to withdraw your ass. <laughs> bad. <laughs> bad, dog. Hey, don't try, dog. Be cool, man. Yo, wait. Wait till your entourage just show up, man. Then talk crazy. Okay. <laughs> you gonna take Future's entourage or Russell Wilson's entourage? Russell nah, Wilson, I, th- I think I think I think I think I'll take the offensive line. Hey, uh, the bat flip by uh, Bautista. He had a problem with that that he did uh, when he hit the home run against the. Uh, let me see. That was the the Blue Jays and the Astros. He had a problem with that. Did you see the bat flip? Absolutely not. Right. It was one of the coldest moments in baseball I've ever seen, man. And baseball needed that so freaking bad. It just injected juice into the sport, man. I'm watching now. Right. I'm watching when Joey bats. Hopefully he gets up to bat. When he did that, I was like, oh, my God, that's the coldest moment ever, bro. That was so ill, man. When he did that, he hit that ball, man. He just literally... Oh, that was it. it was a man, one of the most gangster baseball moments ever. Baseball needed that so bad, man. Is it is what the sport needed, straight up, man. It, man, I, I can't even I can't even get the excitement out, man. Like oh, I, I, I'm, I'm I'm back now. now I wanna oh, see now. I wanna watch the game now, man. When he did that, yeah. I was like, that's a bad dude right there, man. I wanna watch him now. Yeah. And the sport. I yeah. mean, Great for them. I know everybody going crazy like man. Just that's why the sport it is right now. That's why you got taken over by football and, ba- and basketball, man. Because y'all some sticking the muds, man. If baseball players were doing that, they would be number one again, right? Easily. Yeah. You know, I, I've been a traditionalist for a, a lot of things. Um, some there's some of the unwritten rules in baseball that I find like really stupid annoying. 
But what Joy, what uh, Jose Batista did was awesome. Yeah, that was just like a raw display of emotion under under the circumstances. Yeah, when he hit it, yeah. and you put and 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 you're in the playoffs, and this is a playoff game, yeah. deciding game, deciding game. Yeah. You're coming from behind, and you hit a monster home run, yeah. a blast. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, that that was you know, like Neil said. That was game. That he was did everything awesome. short of spiking that bat. You know what I'm saying? That was, maybe he should have did that. That was. <laughs> I mean, for the backlash he got, he probably should have. Yeah. I mean, but I like the way he flipped. It was a cold flip. Man. What 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 he did was a pity when somebody scored that touchdown. Yeah, and spiked and spiked the hell out of it. You know, one of those spikes where it's real close to another player on the other team, and they get mad. That made my adrenaline go up but, when you know, I seen and, that. And here's the, here's the thing about it: if you do that in Game 17 in May, uh, and, yeah, and you're yeah. and you're down yeah. seven to zero, and yeah. you get a home run, yeah, that, that's out of line. But in the playoffs, in that game, deciding game, that game in that moment, home run, in that moment, you know, man, yeah, you're supposed to do that. <laughs> Show they, up. They had, they had, Show they, up. they had the controversy going on. They had the bench clearing going on. I mean, it was the fans throwing stuff on the field. That game was crazy. That was one of the most craziest games I've ever seen in my life. And I just be happened to just be watching it. You know, I'm just sitting there watching, like, oh, they're throwing stuff on the field. Like, oh, these are Cleveland fans. They up in Toronto. You know what I mean? That's something that Toronto turned up. Man, they that that game reminded me of something like a, a, a Cleveland game. You know, something like that. I mean, because they were in mid game just. Chunking stuff on the field, you see the you see the ladies covering up the baby's heads on the front row, and it was wild, man. Yeah, I, man. I, I, I don't know if you, any of you guys been to Toronto, but yeah, I, I've been a couple times. It's a live city. Yeah. I mean, they got a lot going on, man. A lot of people, man. They're very passionate people there, man. And the Blue Jays are number one there. You know what I mean? Right. So it's it, 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 it besides the Maple Leafs, of course, right. but right. but you know, but they, it, it's it's a big deal there, man. You know what I mean? What's the unwritten rule that you like in sports? That I like. Yeah. What's the unwritten rule that you know that's you know that's right? You know, let's say baseball hitting the batsman. You know, you hit mine, I got to hit yours. I don't have a problem with that. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I, I kind of encourage it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I do too. I do too, Pop. So no time. You're a point today, Pop. <laughs> my team and somebody drills my my player, I expect my pitcher to drill him back. Right. Somebody else back. I don't have a problem with that at all. Now I ask that because of the flip. You know, that is seen as disrespect. You know, just like how Ricky Henderson used to run the bases slow. You know, that was disrespect for you to do that. You know, run the bases real you slow. You're kind of rubbing it in. Look, yeah. you, know, look you, you guys have been playing baseball for all your lives. If right. somebody hits a home run off of you, it's not, you know, you got hit. Right. Everybody gets one. Right. You know That's what I'm it. So if, if he wants to savor the moment, let him savor it. Right. So, but the next time, don't throw him that pitch. You know, one of, my, one of mine is uh, in basketball is a hard foul. You know, you you hit one of our guys, and you know you know it. You everybody looking at each other. It's not it's not even something that you say. If, you, if there's a hard foul on our team, and the guy who did it, the next time he comes to the bucket, oh yeah, he getting it. Oh, no, you no. know he go, and you may get it by two or three at one time, and that's pretty much going to start a fight. You know, but the hard foul, that's it for me, man. If you you find one of ours, you gonna catch it, man, when he comes to the bucket. That's that's one of mine. You got one? Yeah, I got one. Um, it's basketball too. Uh, and for the most part, man, it, it gets followed by everybody, man. Um, uh, not going up under a player yeah, when he's man. in the air. You know what I mean? Yeah, you don't do that. Uh, yeah, that that's unwritten. You just yeah. you don't do that. I mean, even, even do it. I mean, even the worst player wouldn't do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
And, and, like, and, if, and if you did do it, it's a fight. I mean, yeah. off the top. When somebody in the air, you clip their legs up on them and they land. That's horrible. Way, yeah, it's, yeah. Especially when you're pumping and you're looking at them. Yeah, and you're looking up and you're you looking up at me. He off the ground. It, that that's unwritten to me. Like that's just something that you just don't yeah. do. I, you know I, I remember. Mean? I remember when Neil was a freshman. I believe he was a freshman or sophomore. And you were playing in that private school. Uh, oh yeah. yeah, Coach Conrad. Yeah, yeah, and and the the one guy they and they kept it. He was scoring forty points a game in that league. <laughs> yeah. and, um, so you know, that's what they started doing, and it was it was so. And Neil went down and he balled his fist up, and he was about to clock that he would stop himself. Yeah, yeah, I remember you know, that day. Yeah, you know, and quiet as he kept, I'd have slipped him a twenty if he hit it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I did. It. <laughs> I'm not. I'm I'm serious. <laughs> I'm serious. And then, we, and then night, that night, we pulled them out of that school, sent them to Tri Cities, and the rest is history. Yeah, yeah, that was it. Yeah, because they kept, they kept, they kept undercutting me, man. I kept letting them on my side, man. Every time I'm scoring, you know what? I, I keep taking too much more of this. Right. And, and the other words I was getting from the stands too. But you know, we, we, we go there. I'm gonna give you guys four games, and I want you to rank them in order. What we got? From the most expensive to the least expensive. Okay. Um, Baltimore at San Francisco, okay. Washington at the New York Jets. Chicago Bears at Detroit Lions, and Houston Texans at Jacksonville Jaguars. Now I'm going to tell you, the lowest ticket is forty bucks. The highest ticket is fifty five bucks. <laughs> when it comes to these four games, wow! <laughs> I'm just looking because I was going to give you all the highest ones. The most expensive ticket, but you know, as soon as I said Green Bay, y'all already knew it. You know, that's two hundred sixty-five dollars. You know, that's the lowest price. But these are the tickets right here. You know, you got Washington at New York, okay, and you got uh, Baltimore at San Francisco, and you have Chicago at Detroit and Houston at Jacksonville. You want to take a stab at it? Uh, the one at the bottom will be the Texans and the Jags, okay, and the one at the top will be the the Bears and the Lions. Okay. I think that's still a hot ticket because it's a division rival, two big cities, and the other two in the middle, they just in the middle: Baltimore okay. and the Jets, and then the, the uh, Washington, the Jets, yeah, and uh, Baltimore and the Forty Niners. Yeah. Okay. I kind of think that the, that the uh, Baltimore San Francisco game might be up there because simply because they, they charge a lot. Okay. In, in, in San Francisco. Yep. So yep. I would say that that would actually be probably the most expensive one. Man, you might be right. Yeah. Okay. Cost of living out there is yeah. crazy. Okay. Jets and then. Um, they're playing at Chicago or at Detroit? They're playing at uh, Detroit. At oh, Detroit. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why did you take it? Why did you take it? And then the Jaguars and Houston's third. Jaguars and Houston's third. You almost hit it on the head. You almost <laughs> hit it on the head. San Francisco and Baltimore and New York and Washington, both of them are 55 bucks. Hey, I had them in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> right. I was all right. right. And then the next one, $41. Chicago at Detroit. Wow. And then for $40, Houston at Jacksonville. That's something else right there. <laughs> uh, Jacksonville going to uh, L.A. You think oh, so? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah uh, Probably might be over this year. It, it'll either be them or St. Louis. <laughs> I, I think the Rams back in Los Angeles. I think they do, good. too. But but I, I think the Lou got a, a, a stronger fan base that will fight to keep them there. Jacksonville, I said, I lived there for a little while, man. They don't care about that team, man. They don't care about that stadium. They don't care about the players there. 
they, it, it's not a big deal there. You know what I mean? Right. Even if if, if they but like this, if Jacksonville Jaguars left that t- that town, right? It no, it wouldn't it be in effect. No, no one would yeah. care. No, no one no would one care. care. You know what I mean? But at right. the same time, if you took Jacksonville to, to the to Los Angeles, would anybody care about that team? No. Would be the question. It, it, it'd be that same team. You know, I, I, I know they want a winner probably in L.A. sooner than later. Right. But. I mean, any team you move is going to be uh, a revamping of, or unless you take the dang on Browns, <laughs> we know it ain't going there. Browns ain't going, going, Browns ain't going nowhere. Man. Oh, I'm, sorry, I'm talking about our Browns who turned it to the Ravens. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like last week, uh, Sean said, Dad, we playing each other. <laughs> I said, no, nah, brother, we ain't playing each other. I said, trust me, we are we are not playing each other. What you do last week, man? How'd you do on your picks last week? Oh, I know you man. was three and three the week before that. I was three and three the week before that. I was like one and two this week. Man. <laughs> hey, that's, yeah, that's yeah, the yeah, life yeah, of a that's yeah. the life of a uh, bookie. There you, go. <laughs> there you go. You got some picks this week. Um, I like um, LSU over Florida. Okay. I'm gonna take Michigan State over Michigan, and it's gonna be a close game. Right. And then, of course, every week I'm going to pick Ohio State, but they won't cover the 19. No, I don't think so. I, I think that'll be about a 10, 12-point game. They're not going to cover the 19. They're struggling right now, man, on offense. They're struggling on offense, and, and it's kind of bleeding over into the defense. Yeah, yeah. You know, because the defense is there. There's a lot of bad three and outs that Ohio State has, and you, you, you rush the defense back out onto the field. Um, and I don't know why they seem to be afraid to run Ezekiel Elliott in the first and second quarters. They mm. don't run him to like after halftime. Mm. But I think Ezekiel Elliott, I think he's one of those players that he needs a couple of 30-carry games. You know, mm-hmm. he gets, I mean, if you think about it, he went for 275 last week. He had like 19 carries. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so I think Ezekiel Elliott should get one of them 30-carry games. games. Yeah, he's, a, he's a kid who... You got to get him started. You know, the, the, the later the game goes, the stronger he gets. You know, the more powerful his runs get. You know, he finishes them off in the fourth quarter better than he does in the first. Mm-hmm. He went for seventy-five yards on the fourth and inches. Mm-hmm. He, he, he breaks yeah. those, man. He has a tendency to do that. Talented kid, man. I, I, he he'll definitely be a, a top back in the next draft. Before we take a uh, before we take a call, um, did I do that for the week, man? Anybody want to bring one in? All right, man, I'm, I'm gonna give mine to, uh, and I and I had a couple of them this week, but I'm gonna give it to to Will Greer because any NCAA college athlete knows that there's a list of banned substances that you can't, and they give you a list. You can't have these items in your system, and you're gonna get on the internet and order something from some some Fugazi company, and and then uh, put it in your body. Next thing you know, you test positive for it, and now. Your teams, you have just broke into the top ten, mm-hmm. and now you're done for a year. Mm-hmm. So you got to ask yourself, Will Greer, when I when I press that button on on and ordered that stuff. <laughs> did I do that? Yeah, you did, and now you're looking like a sucker now. And I feel sorry for <laughs> for Florida, and especially if, if they don't win the SEC East because of that, mm-hmm. man. Yeah, it's gonna be bad, fam. He's gonna be going for the next six games next year. You got one? Uh, I do, man. I'm pretty sure you got one too. But I ain't want to steal no, it. No, you go me, ahead, man. man. No, uh, I'm just going with the flow, bro. Oh uh, well, I, I wanted to do it. Did I do that for uh, the whole Lamar Odom situation, man? Mm. I mean, cause uh, I, I felt bad for the brother, man. I mean, I know he got caught in a compromised situation, man, because uh. I don't know Lamar, but I played against Lamar in high school. You know what I mean, mm-hmm. and uh. 
and I kind of know the people around him, and so I, I know I don't know what him personally, but I kind of know where his uh, what type of person he is. You know what I mean, from from the from the people who I deal with who deal with him. You know what I mean, right. and everybody who knows him and deal with him and love him. Mm-hmm. They, they say he's a cool brother, man. Everybody's so you know everybody really likes being around him. I mean, nice outgoing, you know. He, I mean, he does some outlandish things, man. You know, he's a little bit different when it comes to, you know. 75,000 at the brothel. 75,000 or 100,000, brother. Yikes. That's a lot of powder and a lot of BJs. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, you know, he, he was getting it in, man. But uh, um, but my thing is with the, the with some of the fake support he was getting, man, from the, the Kardashians and Stuff you know, Kobe was saying is that, and I was getting ready to say a bad word right there, man. I mean, <laughs> the, fact, the fact Joe Skank showed up at the hospital with the camera crew and all that other stuff like that, man. Something needs to be done about with the it. camera crew, man. Yeah, man. Come on, baby. He about to die. I mean, he on the deathbed. You don't think that's gonna show up on an episode of the Kardashians? You are seriously mistaken. And that exactly. Is a, that is so. Foul. That's, Exploitation. Dude, that's low down, man. Low down. Exploitation at its finest. Yeah, man. So you know, everybody should see what it's worth, man. Everybody should see who they are. You know what I mean? For what they were, you know, the talentless broads, man. Who you know, you're just not spread them wide, man. I, I mean, look, this is my thing, man. I, I didn't like the whole situation how everybody was treating them. You know, after you know, you know, saying you know the bad negative things about him, man. You know, they never know what the guy was going through, man. He got a drug problem. I mean, he was going through some things, man. But you know, the people who was really close to him, people who really knew him, you know, they all said they they supported the kid, man. You know, say you know he needs some help, man. You know he's not a bad person, man. So that whole situation, man, for real. <laughs> I didn't know when to end that one. Did yeah. I do that? Yeah, man. Same with everybody, man. Who uh uh use a chance to, to talk down on him, man, or use a chance to split the dude, man, for for especially for a good person like he is, man. Now, I wish him the best, man. I hope he have a speedy recovery. I hope he make it. I hope he be all right, man. 20 carries, 222 yards, three touchdowns. We lost to one guy and one guy only. Can I do that? My Hurricanes. Lost to Dallin Cook. That's who beat us. <laughs> nothing more, nothing less, man. That's all, that's all I wanted to give out. It's just man, right Cook beat a lot of people this year, man. He's a top-notch back. Man. One guy, dog. Be honored, man. Be honored. <laughs> <laughs> Go to Mike T. This man, Mike T. ain't playing with you, Neil. <laughs> oh, man. Wait. wait a minute. Wait a minute. We got to, uh, before, before we bring Mike in, we got to we gotta get the old hello, hello, hello. And I got caught slipping on that one because Neil just threw me off telling me I should be honored that that guy ran. And he could have had another touchdown on this man. He pulled up lane, you know, when he was ahead of the oh. pack on the you know, I was hoping that he was done for the game, but he came back out and <laughs> gave us some more. Yeah, take that, take that. Yeah, my, 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 my team's favorite uh, line, ain't it? Yeah. Oh, man, take, take that, take that. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> hello. 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 What's up, man? Hey, how, how you doing What's going on, brothers? Man? Y'all are clowns, man. I ain't fooling with y'all. My prediction was wrong last week. I thought we were going to pull it out because it was a rival game. But like you said, Cook beat us by itself, you know, so whatever. But, hey, man, I, I want to get to that Batista home run, man. 
that that whole scenario, I, I just watched it again. That whole scenario reminded me of when the Lakers played uh, the Blazers when Pippen, Pippen was guarding Kobe and Kobe shook him and threw the oop that, uh, shack. That whole scenario was that scenario just in a baseball game. You know, I mean, what the bat the bat flip, man. I let that go because it's it's a big time play in a big time game. That I mean, if you just like the um, just like the intellect just said, hey, when you when you have those type of situations, if you do it early in the season, the seventeenth game, it don't mean nothing. But in that type of situation, man, you let that fly, man. You you take that and just. You know, you don't throw that same pitch to him again next time you face him. That's all I can say about that, man. Um, yeah, man, I'm just listening to y'all boys, and that's pretty much all I got to say. I took that L last week, so I'm going to just be quiet and sit back and chill. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> appreciate you calling in, my brother. You know, as, as always, man, it's good from here, Frank. So anytime you want to blow that whistle, man, you can always call in and blow that whistle and uh, – Tell uh tell Malachi good luck today, man. I know he got a game at three o'clock, so uh tell him tell him good luck today. Um the Houston Astros in the American League. Does that sound weird to y'all? Yeah, it did. Cause it got I uh it, I think this, this is the first year with if I ain't mistaken. If oh, this year or last year. Oh, we were throwing but, uh, big time. But when when I first seen it at the bottom of the screen and I was looking and I seen the teams who they were playing, like, hold right. up. That's a I, I thought it was in, I thought it was interleague play, you right, know what I mean? Because right. I, I like Forgot that they went to the American League, man, just just because of realignification. But uh, it, it's it's very weird, man. It's like y'all not an American League team, man. You know what I mean, y'all don't play American League baseball. And uh, I always thought Houston, the way they played with Bagwell and Biggio, right. and uh, right. and, and, uh, you know that they had Clemens yeah, and Randy Clemens Johnson done, for man. a little while. Yeah. Um, that was American League. I mean, that was the National League. Type of baseball, right, you know what I mean? Right. Uh, uh, when they had uh, was it uh, Caminiti? Was it Kim Caminiti? Yep. Right. Yeah, and when they had him, you know, it was you know, you know the American League is more finesse to me. You know what I mean, they got a lot of pretty guys, you know, who hit a lot of home runs deep. You know, like the Batistas and A Rods and uh, uh, Josh Hamiltons. You know, you know, prima donna pretty dudes, man. Who you know, who big, you know, big glorious home run hitters. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Nationally, you know, guys drag out bunts. Mm-hmm. You know, pitchers got to hit. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, uh, you get pitched inside a lot more quicker than you will in the American League. You know what I mean? So it's a lot more, you know, a little bit more gritty. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I kind of look at Houston as that team, man. Now they over there, man, beating up on the on the American League. Pretty boy faces over there, man. You know, with the, uh, what's the kid from Toronto, too? Josh Donaldson and Mike Trout, you know. Right, these right. beautiful guys, man. <laughs> like, 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 like Nick and Scorekeep, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Albert Pujols over there, you know what I mean? All go. the hard-hitting, tough guys are in the National League, man. There you go. <laughs> I, I, I remember the first uh, baseball game I took you to, though, the Houston Astros game. In Astrodome. In Astrodome, yeah, it was a long time ago. Man, I remember that day. <laughs> yeah, um, but... The the, the um, baseball was one of those so traditional games. You always had the same teams that were playing most of the time. Uh, you could pretty much just the Yankees and the Red Sox and the Cardinals and the Dodgers. And I'd want to see the Cubs and the and the Royals in the World Series. That would be awesome for you. Know, that would be cool. Somebody who's, who's been watching baseball for a long time. I would love to see that. 
My first baseball game, Cleveland Indians and the Pittsburgh Pirates. My first football game, the Cleveland Browns and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Damn, yeah, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Oh, yeah, Pittsburgh on the mind. And the bad part about it is, Pittsburgh won both of them. <laughs> <laughs> nice surprise. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like we might be shocked. <laughs> That's when uh, Pittsburgh had uh, Lewis Lips. Caught the game winning touchdown on us, man. I, I'll never forget that. Sat in the bleachers and everything, man. Yeah, that's what uh, my first baseball game. My father took us to the Cleveland Stadium. We watched the Indians play for the Really? Um, sitting in the bleachers. In the bleachers, you know, man. Damn, wooden splinters. Yeah, well, it didn't get any splinters, <laughs> but it was definitely sitting on some wooden benches out there. You know what I'm saying? And it was, it was a fun time. And the first um, uh, football game I went to, my father took us. We went to see uh, the Browns and the Denver Broncos. It was a preseason game. Mm-hmm. And I remember uh, Mike Pruitt busting one for 77 yards in the Mike first Pruitt. quarter. Yeah, you know. And uh, my first um, NBA game, I, re- I will never forget it because uh, one of my teammates, his cousin, played for the Cavaliers. And so after the game, um, by the way, they blew a 30-point lead against the Suns. After the game, we went to get go into the locker room and interact with the players. That was pretty cool. But that was back to us, man. 71. God, I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've been to a lot of games, man. When, uh, when I kind of stick out with me Moses, man, when Pops took me to see uh, my Sonics, man. You know, I was a mega Sonics fan back then. I mean, I still like, you know, my, my Sonics because, you know, I'm a, everybody know, man. At the time, Sean Kemp, you know, my man. And he was like my hero, man. He was oh, a big yeah. guy. I, mean, I, I thought he was – I literally – straight up. I mean, I don't, people don't think I'm crazy on this show. Or think I'm just just don't know what the hell I'm talking about because I do. But when I was a senior high school man, I literally thought Sean Kemp was better than Jordan. I I, I was I was tripping, but I I believed it, man. I thought he was the best player in the world to me, man. I I just wanted to be just like this dude, man. You know what I mean? So uh, my pops took me to the game, man, and I got a chance to see him, man. You know, play, you know what I mean? I mean, it was one of the best experiences ever, man. I was with my pops, man. It was just me and him. I mean, we got to watch the game. And, uh, you know, of course, Sean Kim did his thing, man. You know, he put on the show for me. You know, we got to go back to the uh, to the locker rooms, you know, where they come out at, man. Just wait to see. Come out. He didn't come out, but uh, I got to see all the Kind of pointed at him, kind of little, gave him a little weight. Yeah, he gave me, gave me a little, yeah, he gave me a little chuck the deuce to me, man. I had two bad chicks on the oh, side, man. man. No. <laughs> I never forget that no, day. One on the left, one on the right, man. He had on a mink. Yo, he had like a little yeah, fur yeah. on, man. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm going to be that dude. But that dude doing the thing, man. I, I never forget that. I remember yeah, that. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. He gave me the old kid. He gave me, yeah. got your kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like a mean Joe Green with throw me the jersey, man. That's right, man. That was cool. That's great, right there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, my boy, man, I got to take him this year, man, to go see Chicago because he's still a Dag Rose fan and it hurts him to his heart that he can't get back on the court. But, you know, my boy Sean, man, he loves the hell out of Dag Rose. You know, he still supports him and he's all the way through. You know, he's not as loud right now because he can't stay on the court, but, you know, he's still, Dag Rose is his guy. So, 
you know, they're gonna take. I'm gonna take him this year, man, to go see him, and then I gotta take Trey to see LeBron. But that's a hard ticket to get, man. That LeBron, LeBron James, yeah, that's gonna be a tough ticket, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Two shots, though. Yeah, you know? yeah. I seen him the. Uh, I seen him the first first round in Cleveland. You know, uh, when he was together, uh, Erica took me down there for my birthday. You know, we sat down. We was probably about four or five rows up from the floor. I have no idea where the hell my mother-in-law got the tickets, but I thank her for it. You know, uh, but um, national TV this Sunday, Neil, 5-0 Broncos at the 2-3 and three Cleveland Browns. It's on national TV, the CBS Game of the Week. No 700s today? No, no 700s? Hey, Joe Hayden is not playing. Um... Peyton Manning is struggling, and as Big Alex said, Von Miller returns. Is that a setup or what for us? Yeah, it's gonna be a bad day. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> our offensive line has been playing pretty decent, man. He's giving McCown the the time that he needs. Yeah. Hopefully, he can hold up against Demarcus Ware. I, I believe Demarcus Ware leading the league in sacks right now, if I'm yeah. mistaken. Yeah, probably right. And uh, if we can just uh, hold the line, man. Get our guys to break off, get some old, you know, easy intermediate routes like uh, Josh McCown been doing, man. Gary Barnage. I don't know if you guys been watching Gary Barnage the last couple of weeks, man. That dude turned into a player, man. Put like this, I'm starting him this week. Hey, if you have if you have him on your team, man, he's uh he's putting up some fantasy numbers. Let me tell you, McCown went for four fifty seven last week. Gary Barnage, uh, we just went over this yesterday. He had 106 yards and a touchdown two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, three weeks ago. 75 yards and a touchdown two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. 120-something last week and a touchdown. Mm-hmm. But not only that is the question came out in the barbershop is, where in the hell do the Browns find these tight ends? For some reason, we keep one. We keep a tight end. Always, for some, for some, always for some since reason, it's <laughs> For some reason, we keep a tight end. And they be they just come out the woodwork, you know. And so now people know why the Browns were eager to were well not eager, but they didn't mind that Jordan Cameron walked. They had no problem with him because you had Gabe Andres right there in the background. This is only what the second year, the second year playing. So mm-hmm. they were just sitting there, just waiting for him. Like, okay, are you ready to go? He's a playmaking tight end too, man. Tight end. He can catch the football. Just, yes, he can. Just stay healthy. Yeah, yeah. if he can stay healthy. Talented tight ends and he always get hurt. That yeah. was Cameron's fault. And he Cameron was and Barnage hurt. was hurt the first was the first game, the first two games this yeah, year. Because yeah. we had Rob Hausler right, out there. Right, right. And uh yeah. Right. It, so we find them, they just be glass houses. Yeah. Know, so. <laughs> Any last words, my brother? Time to close it out. Oh, no, nah, man. Great time. show, man. Uh it was a big day today, man. We had a lot to talk about. I mean, probably some stuff we didn't get a chance to get to. As usual. But uh but you know, uh next week we'll probably get a chance to talk about some more preseason and uh, probably break down some more teams, man. And uh hey. My like I said, my bold prediction, my man Ziggy Wiggy. He's gonna be an all star this year. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm not laughing at you. I'm not laughing at you, but okay. <laughs> I said it. I said it. Yeah. I wouldn't doubt it, man. They trying to push him down our damn throat, so I wouldn't doubt it. Uh, you know, this past week I've watched a lot of live boxing on television. There's a lot of live boxing, man. And um, speaking of you know, with with all the with all the the other politics and stuff like that, this is it's good to really watch some get some really hungry up and coming guys get out there and and and, and throw hands, man. I saw some great bouts this week, and watching one last night, it was just man, those guys are going at it. Um, and so, uh, shouts out to to the networks who are trying to bring boxing back, man. Al Heyman, 
So, and let's hope that, that they can continue to do that and, and boxing continue to play. I'm still an MMA guy, but I love some boxing. Yeah, I agree with you, Paul. I'm, I'm with you on that one. I was going to close it out by saying, man, if you are a South Carolina Gamecock football fan, better you than me. And let's uh, say a word for Steve Sarkeesian, man. That, that just on his way to rehab, son. Dude, uh, how bad does it get? And it, they don't want to pay him his last three years. Nah, I uh, well, they can fire him for cause. Yeah, he's they can a, fire him for cause. They yeah. can say that he showed up for work. Yep, on the, on the bottle. Yeah. Yeah. That's real. Yeah, so they don't they don't have to pay him. But think about this. When USC plays Notre Dame today, mm. the last four years, USC's has four different head coaches. Yep. Yep. In a in a rivalry as and long and storied as USC and Notre Dame, yep. they have four different head coaches in the last four years. That's insane. It's, it's about to be five next and year. It's about to be five, exactly. And Starkees is the only one to win a game. Yeah. He's the only one to win a game out of the last four years. Out of the last four different coaches, he's the only one to win a game. Yeah, about against Notre Dame? Yes, Notre Dame. Yeah. Mm, yeah. That's, a, that's a done deal. So, 805 856 2856, the telephone number, www.sportsofficials.com. Next Saturday, 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I think you may be on a hiatus next year, next week, yeah, right? I'm going to be in Cleveland. Got to go see my mom. All right, my brother. Well, you have a safe trip, man. We'll see you to get back. And you be ready, man, because it's going to be me and you. And I got to send Pops a couple of dollars, man. Bring me a t shirt back. Me and you. Oh, yeah, no the doubt. Dog name, boo. No doubt. <laughs> <laughs> so, next week, folks, man, we'll see you next week, man. Later. <laughs> <laughs>